Hey again, everybody. John Porteous of the Lovells Township Historical Society here, and you're listening to the Backcast Podcast. Hey, welcome back. Um, this week, uh, we're going to kind of carry on with uh, our halftime report, this time from uh, the Western venue. Uh, we're going to talk with Tom and Alexis Broadhead of 406 Fly Lines out of Livingston, Montana. So, uh, fun couple, great products, and uh, an enjoyable conversation. So, here we go. Welcome, Tom. Welcome, Alexis. Uh, Richard Perry and John Porteous here. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. Uh, hi. How you doing? Good, good. What's what, what's new and exciting out west? You've had quite a year so far. Oh, it, it's been unique, I'll tell you. Um, started with the flood, which actually started in Yellowstone, and they had a lot of rain on snow, and everything melted at once. And... Um, it kind of caught the whole town and area unawares, but when when somebody went down and checked the high water mark for uh, for the Yellowstone from the the previous record, it was ten feet over the high water mark from the last last big flood. Wow! And then everybody started to panic. Um, there, you know, there were a lot of like local heroes, people that did a lot that you never really hear about, like. The animal shelter, they were located in a, uh, not a flood zone. It never flooded there before, the whole history of the Yellowstone. And all of a sudden, the volunteers got a call in the middle of the night, said, help, you got to come down and, and evacuate these animals because the water's coming up. Oh, wow. So I, I don't know. I don't know how many people. There's quite a few people went down, parked their cars, got animals out. And at the end, for the last few, they were like chest-deep water. And uh, a few of them lost their cars. I mean, total, their, car, their cars were total, but they got all the animals out. And, and found uh, foster homes for them. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was a, a really nice thing, you know. And, um, and we've raised money for them. To, well, the whole yeah. county and town has raised money for them, and they're starting to kind of clean it out and hoping to get back up when they can once yeah. everything's cleaned out. So so we're all yeah, we had we had well, we had a fundraiser. Just kind of uh in foster homes now? Oh yeah, for now. Until they get they're rebuilding. They had a seven hundred thousand dollar goal and they're more than halfway there right now. So okay. it, it looks like it's it's a pretty generous community. I mean we had somebody from Big Timber donate a hundred thousand dollars to rebuild it and stuff, so it, it was quite a mess, for, but it, it's actually getting better. Everything is kind of settled down a little bit, and we lost uh, the Carbella Bridge down in uh, down south of here and um, down by Tom Minor, and that bridge had to be 20, 30 feet over the water, and it just it took the it had stood for over 100 years, and it just boom, gone down the river. So it was. It, yeah, it, it was quite a uh, quite a thing, and um, the Spring Creeks. If anybody is coming out here, Spring Creeks survived beautifully. Um, none of, none of the dikes were breached by the river. Um, Nelson's cleared up the first, then uh, Armstrong's came in, and um, it kind of rearranged the gravel. And when I was talking to Jackie Nelson, she said basically it's like fishing in New Zealand now. So uh, it, it, 
it's pretty cool. Just because of the volume of water coming through and dispersing and rearranging things? Oh, yeah. And it, it took a lot of weeds out. It took it rearranged the gravel like crazy. And the pews where they had that big uh, breach back in the mid-90s, um, that held up fine. So they're all, at this point, they're all back to normal. And um, the it, town it, is slowly getting back to normal. The resiliency that way, especially... You know, when when you're pumping that much water through something and you're, you know, rearranging gravel and, you know, the contours of the rivers and creek beds and such, still, you know, the bugs are hatching. <laughs> it's just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. You know, and Jackie said that at Nelson's, they, they have more fish and bigger fish than they've ever seen in their lifetime on the ranch. So maybe some of them took refuge, I don't, you know, up there, who knows? How's the park? Yes, it'd be pretty far from the park, you know. So, uh, but yeah, it it was. Uh, but but everybody survived. We did good, and. Um, but the roads from Livingston, you can't get to the park from Livingston. From Gardner, yeah, from, yeah, Gardner. from Gardner because it's just it just wiped out. Yeah. The flood wiped out so many of the roads. So it's going to take a while to build that all back. How's it working for you guys locally with with just infrastructure? I think you're you were on the side of town that was not as affected. Is that correct? Yeah, no, we're up in the air a little bit, and if we had flood up here, we got bigger problems than the water. Yeah. So, right, <laughs> we're we're up out of the way, thank God. So you might. Uh... Looking for that yeah. animal coming two by two, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it was close for a while, but yeah, we we did fine. Park launch. We're doing there. good. Well, good. That's great. What um, so as things are settling down and you're kind of getting a little more um, you know, stable, if you will. Have you been yep. out fishing much? Not really. We're headed up probably next week to uh to one of the the farm lakes it's called burns lake it's a private lake and um they have huge fish i mean they're just monsters i had chris barkley out chris barkley the rod builder was out here with his son last year and um those guys are used to setting on like six and eight inch brookies and and a two foot rainbow will come two feet out of the water to grab something and it was just like a whole different order. They they just they were just shocked <laughs> at the little well, fish we were seeing. You're seeing that that's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> well, the the rumor around town is um, that he goes. The farmer goes out to uh, goes to Bozeman every couple weeks and gets a five gallon bucket of shrimp and just dumps it in for him. There you go. Well, a little shot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's several ways. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> we've just been kind of quiet. Everything is still a little high, and, it, and it's we're just giving everything a rest. It's, it's probably a great idea. I just um, weather-wise, thankfully, uh, if I'm if I'm current, I don't think we have any major fires at the moment 
No, it's pretty quiet here, actually. It, it's a it's a real blessing because um, we've had some thunderstorms and stuff, but um, we have not had any uh, wildfires or anything going on around here, which is really good. And there was one um, up by Helena, but luckily that night or the next day it rained and it put that out. So that was really, that was really yeah. good. Yeah. That's always a good break. Oh, yeah. So the, Especially well, as you well, never see rain, so. It's cooled off out there? No. No. <laughs> it's uh, hot. <laughs> it's hot. It hits about 90 during the day, but it'll run down into the 60s and at night, so it's not too bad at night. Or 60s. Yeah. And they got some Hoodell stuff over on the Madison and uh, Gallatin, but um, Yellowstone's pretty open and, and pretty clean, so uh, it's fishing well. So everything is fishing pretty well out here, actually. That's awesome. Well, it's, you know... Yeah. We kind of like touching base with you around this time of year because it seems inevitably um, some of our fellow residents here on the North Branch or on the Osawa will uh, trek out west to uh, check out the fishies out out there. So it's uh, oh yeah, I would timely topical. <laughs> I would I would say come on out because everything's pretty much open. The park is everything is fishing in the park. Uh, fire hole is just you know it's too warm basically, but um, some of the stuff's been rearranged. Soda Butte is a whole new creek, um, and that part of the road is still closed at a certain point. So, and you can't come in the northeast entrance, I believe. Um, Beartooth Pass is open, yeah, but um, you know there's other places in town. You got the Yellowstone, then over you got the Gallatin, and you got um. The Madison, you got the, the Beaverhead, Big Hole. All those guys were not really affected by the flood. This was almost basically a um, Yellowstone River event. Right. Does Yellowstone so, get beat up pretty bad or not? Uh, not really. No, they did. They kind of stayed away. Everything went, you know, lucky for us, everything went north. So, uh, that's that's the main entrance now, and it, it's backed up solid. But um, you can get in there, and you can get to about ninety-five percent of the park. So it's it's slowly getting back to normal. And they figure north entrance from us um, should be open by next year. So hmm. I used to go to West Yellowstone a lot back in the days before. It, uh, before you get in. Or it just floated, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, Way back know, in the day. So you got Cinerama and stuff. It seems to be a little commercialized. <laughs> well, West Yellowstone is always a circus in the summertime. So, I mean, they'll back, they'll back up for miles at that entrance to get in. So, But uh, it's doing good. We're, we've survived. So. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Well, you know, if I'm not mistaken, you guys have a couple of new product offerings, too, that uh, our listeners might be interested in. Yeah, we have um, we have a new Spring Creek rod. It's still, we had a kind of a, a rough 
rolling out of it. So we kind of pulled it back until we sort everything out. But we will have it in a couple months. I, I'm pretty sure it's in a, um, eight foot nine three weight with a little more power built into the butt. And, you know, it's our Spring Creek rod. So it, it's just a beautiful casting little guy. Weighs like it's all glass. It's 2.8 ounces, um, nickel silver hardware, agate guide, you know, the whole. And <clears throat> it's a really sweet, um, sweet little rod. So hopefully we're, we're getting some more blanks rolled and stuff. So a couple months we should have that back out. Um, we have the last of the Miller mitts, um, the, the fingerless gloves from England. And um, we were actually, we were the only dealers in the country for those. And um, we got, I talked to, uh, to Chester Jeffries, who was the original maker of it. And they discontinued making them in the spring because they said, it, it's just not cost effective. And I asked him, I said, okay, double my price. Can you still make it? And he said, no, we can't. So um, we have the last of the stock and I have a couple if anyone needs it and um, size large, but it's all knit, knit wool and cotton. So it's pretty, you know, pretty stretchy. So it can accommodate, you know, medium, large, extra large. And um, that's about that's it. Good, yeah. I got a pair of those, and they're actually quite nice. Uh, they, uh, Thank you. Yeah, we. I love them. I have stuff. Yeah. I. I have my pair from the '80s. I'm still using. I mean, they're pretty indestructible, and um, I've already got. Um, we got a few calls from uh, Scotland and England. People looking for them, like. And, and we've just we've sent them overseas because they always used to get them up there, the farmers. And they were all farmers. And they said, we've been using these forever. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's pretty pretty uh, convincing testimony there. Right? Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Farmers going to use them for their work, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, get an old Scot- you get an old Scottish farmer calling you, then you know you're, you got a good product. Yeah. <laughs> that's exciting <laughs> enough. Yeah. And, and Tom, uh, for our listeners, uh, uh, your website address is, is it 406lines.com? Yeah, 406, www.406flylines.com. Excellent. And we'll put that in the show notes so people can click on it in the, uh, in the show information. But uh, I think in, you've got a, uh, I don't know if this is still a thing, Did, weren't you offering a uh, pink line? Yes, we have. Um, we we partner with Casting for Recovery out here. Their main headquarters is in Bozeman, and um, we it's pretty much we initially were going to do it as as a limited run, but um, we have them now, and we're we're keeping them in stock. And ten dollars from every line goes to Casting for Recovery. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. are they in the and same construction as your regular lines? Is it just a, yeah. a double taper? Yeah, uh, no, it's a weight forward five because that's what everybody seems to want most these days. Okay. You know, especially beginners, we thought that would be the most practical. So, well, I know you guys uh, appreciate your uh, support and thing. I know mean, you've been pretty generous with the Bamboo Bend guys. And uh, again, we say thank you for that. Absolutely. Oh, you know what? I'm, we're happy to do it. That, that's, that's something that, that we can really get behind and and you know when we we enjoy doing it 
And I got to tell you guys, I have gotten a few emails from the participants, and they all have they, they really praised you guys, and and they thanked us for for the lines and stuff. So um, yeah, it was it was a good feeling, you know. And there were probably four or five of those, so it really made it, you know, it made us feel good too. Yeah, and it, and it really makes a difference that you do it for them. That that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah, that's a real big deal. Well, you know, uh, I got your lines here in my shop, and then we sell them up at the lodge, and uh, we've been getting a really positive uh, response to them, and guys that get them really like them. Well, I'll tell you, you know, and we were, we talked about it the last time we were together, but for for someone fishing cane or fishing glass and and wanting a traditional line that's not, you know, amped up or, you know, right. overgrained or underlabeled or however, however you choose <laughs> to get. Um, I, I love the way it casts. I, I've, I've got one strung on my, uh, uh, the bamboo rod that I made with Richard, a little midge, uh, cast beautifully. And then I, I use another one on, uh, on my graphite Winston rod and it, cast beautifully there as well if you want it's a good fly line a good all-around fly line if you want a fly line if you want a gimmick you know you can go out and buy the uh, well exactly i mean the marketplace is stuffed full of all these you know i've got to do something to differentiate myself and you know the fact of the matter is your offering is pretty much anything anyone would need and they cast beautifully they last well they hold up well it's a good line. Well, yeah, we um we were real, we were just looking looking for a basic simple line. And when I went through in the beginning, I just looked and said, you know, what were some of the characteristics of some of the older lines from the '60s and '70s when glass and cane were, you know, all you could get? And we finally put this together. And to me, the biggest difference I saw was the tip length, because we'll go a, a 20 to a 24 inch tip. And typically today, you'll see a, uh, a six-inch tip at most on most of the lines. You know, some of them, like the Rio Creek or something, has a longer tip. But um, for the most part, that really seemed to make the difference for us. And, um, you know, and, and scientific anglers, they're all made in Michigan by scientific anglers. And um, I have to say, those guys have been great for us. We couldn't have, we couldn't have gotten started without them. If it wasn't for those guys, I mean, taking a chance on us and uh, and working with us and stuff, um, we we wouldn't even be here. And, yeah, uh, they've been really good to us. They they continue to treat us like they're their only customer. And um, you can't so, ask for I mean, that. <laughs> no, I mean, I I can't say enough nice things about those guys. And um, they were the only ones that wanted to take a chance on us, and and they continue to do it and. I think when we were testing prototypes, I had them out in 35 below zero testing lines for us. So you could, you could tell those guys were, were really into the into the project. Well, it's, I've been it's been 35 below here, but I haven't had a fishing pole out. <laughs> <laughs> we might note that in our calendars for February. Maybe we'll go out and. Uh... I'll take your word on that. <laughs> I, I'm not too excited to, uh, you know, wait for a 35 below day. So yeah. So this rod you got coming out, uh, 
That's a that's a graphite eight and a half foot three way. Is that glass? It's a glass, and it's a, a unique unique S glass, unidirectional S glass, and it's an eight foot nine because eight foot nines in a lighter weight are really hard to find, and. Um, we designed it with uh, with Livingston Rod Company here, did all the design work, and I told them basically I wanted a a, a longer three weight, um, but with a little more power built into the butt. So, you know, if you hit an occasional 20, 22-inch drought, um, you got the power to bring them in. And, and I love the glass because the glass is like, um, it's so forgiving. It'll, it'll, you know, it'll bend a lot farther. You know, and I bent glass over to where if it was a graphite, it would have just exploded. Right. Well, and then, that's rods <laughs> You know, and it's, and it's funny because when we first started, my thought was glass. You know, we started out with glass and everything was going, you know, we were just starting to build up and um, started getting a couple guys, a couple calls from the bamboo guys. And I'm like, hey, can we do this? And um, then we went to Gray Rock. And I think that's when we got a bigger introduction to um, to the, the bamboo world in general. And then we went to the Bamboo Bash in Tennessee. And that was where we really kind of, it kind of broke open with the bamboo guys. And um, they do their line lab every year where they, they have like, 40 different flugers spooled up with all different kinds of lines. And and we did really well with that. So um, that, that helped us out a lot. And uh, yeah, we were happy to know that the bamboo rods, our lines work really well on them. That's just an extra bonus for yeah. us. And, and now probably it was like 90, 10 glass. And now it's probably 60, 40 bamboo or more after like seven years. So uh, I guess the question in my mind is how soon is this rod going to be out? When can I get a hold of one? And <laughs> <laughs> how much is it going to cost? Are we going to have to jump in the car and drive out and pick up one, is it? <laughs> I'm sure we could make a deal on it. Um, are oh. you, well, we, we will be next month, we will be at the uh, Northern Rod Makers Gathering. Dave Norling's in uh, the Driftless. <clears throat> so it's probably a haul for you guys, but um, we're going to have it there and we'll be playing with it. And um, The demo, right? Yeah, the, the demo. demo. They have a couple demos. And um, I'm hoping maybe by Christmas, I don't, you know, it's hard to say because, and, and what, one of the things that really pulled us up short was the supply chain thing. You know, you'd have everything and then all of a sudden you couldn't, Real seats. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, so so there may be some glimmer of hope then that uh, folks uh, Gray Rock next year might be able to cast one. Yes, well, absolutely. We're gonna point to get Gray Rock. Yeah. yeah. Our, Our yeah. plan is definitely Gray Rock. Yeah, we're gonna do more shows next year. We had plans to go to Bamboo Bash this spring, but we ended up um, not going based on the weather here. And luckily we didn't because there was a, a blizzard in Wyoming for a week that shut down like 500 miles of I-90. And through the ocean, so we would have never got back home for a week. 
Yeah. Hmm. Left uh, Ravali County. What's that? Uh, Maybe. Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton. Yeah, going yeah, yeah, for the yeah. park one day. I wanted to go over 49. It was closed, but by the time I got over to West Yellowstone, I had like an inch and a half of ice on the front of the trunk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It can be dicey. Yeah, we come up from Tennessee like the third week in uh, in April, and we've hit snow every time. Yeah. At some point, especially through Wyoming, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they don't, they don't fool around. They got them great big gates that come down, and they just, boom, that's it. Yeah, they shut down the highway. Game over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, thankfully, we don't have to worry about that for another few months. But well, unless um, you're on one of these roads that run through the range. And, <laughs> <laughs> close the gate on one end, and then yeah. like, <laughs> you better not be in the middle one. Close the gate on the other end. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, guys, I can't thank you enough. It's always good to check in with our Western friends and uh, uh, love hearing your voices and look forward to seeing you uh, in person next year. Yeah, we will be we'll be there. We we had we had some issues. We couldn't last couple of years. We couldn't really get out as much as we wanted to or go anywhere. And uh, but at this point, you know, we're we're all really healthy and we're ready to go. So. Uh, yeah, I think we'll. Uh, I think we'll. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll see you guys. We'll stop in the shop, and especially for a Greylock, we'll be around. Greyrock, we'll be around. So, yeah, we'll run into you guys. We'll, we'll look forward to it. Until then, you guys take care, do good things, and uh, have fun doing them. Great. All right, guys. Thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. We appreciate the uh, putting us on. Oh sure. Hey, no problem. Thanks for being here. Take care, everybody. We'll talk soon. Okay, see ya. Bye. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, We'll be back again next week with another fun show. Um, In the meantime, uh, if you like us, uh, let us know. (laughs) We enjoy doing this, and uh, we're excited to have a lot of new listeners. So thank you very much. Tune in next week, and we'll have at it from there. Bye for now.